the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Roof or visit RoofingContractorPittsburgh.com. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 68. It'll be humid tomorrow with partly sunny skies. A thunderstorm is expected in spots of the afternoon tomorrow with a high of 85. Thursday will be mostly cloudy and humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms. Thursday will reach a high of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today, the Tuesday edition. Kath, good to see you as well. How are things? Not too good. All right. <laughs> well, sorry. sorry. I didn't have the microphone in the right place. All right. It's okay. This is radio. It really is radio, it even is though radio. we are streaming on Facebook. Yeah. Listen, uh, uh, I didn't talk about this uh, in our pre-show meeting, but I was. you ever, um, you ever drive and something... Uh, unusual is on the road? Yes, I never look. No, no, no. I was driving today, coming up Parkway, the Green Tree Hill. Okay. Somewhere, like two, three car lanes in front of me, a upholstered chair <laughs> fell off a truck. <laughs> An upholstered chair. Okay, that's, that's, I mean, that's a lot better than some... Poor animal that somebody hit. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I can't watch. I, I do. I do the same thing. You don't look. No. Avert I, your eyes. I try to. Because it's too much. No, of course it's not. Too, the, I can't stand the pain of the world. Right. There's stuffing on the side of the road, and it's not an upholstered yeah. chair. Okay. But so, as, so that must have been bad when the chair fell off. It was bad. I mean, people were swerving all over the road. Like, what the heck? Yeah, and it wasn't a small upholstered chair. I was looking for the ottoman, actually, because it, <laughs> it was a nice fabric. I like the set. The fabric was nice. It's in the set. If the ottoman had fallen off, I might have pulled over and grabbed it. I but posted it, something nice on a Facebook Marketplace today. A piece of furniture I'm selling. Oh, I just want you to was know. it the chair? No, no, oh. no. I, it's a china cabinet. Oh, you're selling mm-hmm. a china cabinet. Yeah, All it's right. very nice. Right, I mean, not that that's going to make any difference to anybody, but I just wanted to say it out loud. And you're selling that? Well, you're just getting rid? You're starting over fresh? Uh, well, in you know, we're renovating our kitchen. There's not mm. going to be room for it anymore. Get rid of that. Yeah. Let's go. So we got it. Yeah. We, uh, last time we had that, uh, we brought in a, a dining room set. My friend and I were carrying it in. I, I bought it from a, a used dealer. And uh, when we were carrying it in, we forgot to secure the one of the doors, and it was a glass door. And as we were pulling it off the truck, the door opened, smashed it on the side, and and broke, <laughs> which essentially ruined the china cabinet. Right, that you just purchased. Yep, there That's was a lot a of good feelings in the house that evening. That's a shame. Feeling you good. know what I was thinking though, yep. as I was um, listing that on mm. Facebook Marketplace, mm. uh, I was thinking that I believe you moved that china cabinet into my house. Did I? Yeah, you did. Thank you. Well, Thank if you, you need help moving it out, just give Remember me a call. Remember how we got that whole truckload of stuff? Remember you helped? <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. 
yep. lot of my furniture things that that happen are because John has. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Stuff you know, into my house. I feel good about it because you know that, you, you reach a point in your life where you go. I can't do that anymore. I'm, yeah. or I'm so just not, not going to do that so anymore. So you're not doing any. So if I, when I get a new china cabinet, which I'm not going to get because no room for you it, know, you're not going to help me with I it. I had a shoulder replacement during the pandemic, so I figured that's kind of done. I was at uh, at a picnic the other day and could not throw a baseball. First really? time in my life. I've never been able to throw a baseball, oh, so I used it's, to no, it's no, news for me. Blister that ball, okay. but no, no more. Anyway. All right. Uh, anyway, chairs, baseballs, and uh, china cabinets. Kath, uh, please, for the for the love of all that's good and holy, bring us up to date on the national news. Give us the top four at four. All right. For Tuesday, July 27th, 2021, number one. Police officers who defended the Capitol on January 6th described a harrowing confrontation with rioters in testimony at a House Select Committee's first public hearing today and reported by the Wall Street Journal. Capitol Police Officer Aquilino Ganell said that he and fellow officers were beaten repeatedly and that he thought he would die. Quote, we fought hand to hand, inch by inch, in what he described as medieval battle. He went on to say how troubled he is by any effort to play down the severity of the attack. He said, quote, there is a continuous and shocking attempt to ignore or try to destroy the truth of what truly happened that day and to whitewash the facts. Last week, Democratic and Republican Party leaders clashed over that panel's makeup. We all read about this, right, which includes seven Democrats and two Republicans picked by Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Mrs. Pelosi rejected two appointees chosen by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. So Mr. McCarthy pulled his other three selections in response and said House Republicans will conduct their own investigation. About 140 Capitol and D.C. police officers were injured on January 6th while defending these crazy people. Number two. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has revised its mask guidance today. Isn't that something we were all eager to hear about? Saying fully vaccinated Americans should wear masks indoors in communities where there is substantial or high transmission. The change comes, of course, as the Delta variant sweeps across the country, although health officials still insist the approved vaccines give strong protection against the most serious effects of the virus. Number three. According to Fox News, Californians likely to vote in September's recall election of Governor Gavin Newsom are divided on whether to oust the first-term embattled Democratic governor, according to a new poll. 47% of likely California voters questioned in a UC Berkeley LA Times survey said they supported recalling Newsom. Hmm. 50% opposed, so just about half and half. Just as interesting, or maybe more so, the same poll indicates that conservative talk radio host Larry Elder, who won a court battle last week to appear on the ballot, is the current frontrunner. Hey. Among the nearly four dozen oh. candidates running to replace Newsom, should he be recalled. Four dozen. Forty percent of voters, though, are still undecided. So anything can happen. Number four. And Alaska, of all places, has an Olympic champion in the pool. Watched it, love it, fabulous. Loved everything the about it. Town. 17-year-old yeah. Lydia Jacoby, who just finished high school, won a shocker last night in the woman's 100-meter breaststroke, knocking off teammate and defending champion Lily King. Jacoby was the first swimmer from Alaska ever to make the U.S. Olympic swimming team. In fact, they only have one meter pool in the entire state That's so cool. of Alaska. The TV coverage of her community gathered at the railroad terminal is about the best thing you'll ever see. I mean, it was absolutely... Imagine how crazy they'll be when she gets back to Seward, Alaska with a gold medal. (laughs) 
Anyway, South Africa's Tatiana Schoenmacher claimed the silver, while King, who was really magnanimous in defeat. I mean, defeat. I mean, she still came in third at the Olympics. I don't think it's really defeat. Anyway, um, she was wonderful. Lily King was. Um, and she gave America another medal by taking the bronze. And that is your top four at four. Very nice. Watching the Olympics, what I'm really struck by is the commentators, the, you know, the voices, they sort of make the winners feel like losers, right? The woman won a bronze medal right. at the Olympics, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, how, how disappointing. How are you dealing with this horrible Right, I'm like, wait, wait a second. But didn't she answer that question well? Yes. She was like, I feel great yeah. winning a medal for my country. But they want to, like, you know, I know. you know, show people at their peak as losers somehow. It's a really weird sort of juxtaposition, would you say? It really is. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, looking up um, ahead on today's show, at uh, 435, we're going to open up the phones. We what? haven't opened up the phones on this show in about... Five years. I mean, it's been, no, but since it was before COVID, because we couldn't, we couldn't do it because we were at home and there was Zoom and anyway, it was too confusing. Plus, Christy's here. Christy's here, totally capable. And we're excited about it. So at the uh, bottom of the hour, we're going to open up the phones. We're going to talk about two major news stories today that center around mental health. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your experience. So just tuck that in the back of your mind. Join us. And uh, we want to hear from you at the bottom of the hour. Very good. All right. So as we always do, let's uh, take a quick break, step away. When we do come back, we're going to talk to Michelle Van Loon, a regular on our show. Yes, she is. I love her. Bruh. Men are rapidly losing their close friends, a poll finds. So if you're a guy, where's your buddies? We'll talk about that next. Stick around. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, the ride home here on Word FM. W-O-R-D. Moms are the most influential people on the planet. For years, you've trusted Focus on the Family. Now you have the chance to experience it in person. Enter the Focus on the Family VIP experience. We'll fly you and three others to Focus on the Family headquarters, where you'll stay at Great Wolf Lodge in Colorado Springs and sit in on an actual Focus on the Family program. Enter once per day and complete bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. The Focus on the Family VIP experience. Register to win at wordfm.com slash focus. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. If you your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. 
For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. Your circle of friends. You know the phrase, right? Would you consider yourself having a, a circle of friends? Well, strangely enough, John, my circle of friends is your circle of friends. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently you and I just can't be separated. No, wait a second. <laughs> That's what's happened. But I've got a circle of friends that includes you. Yeah. And there's other circles yeah. as well, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's various yeah. circles. Okay, so you have your, you know, from all your years being an actor, you have your actor friends. Right. Right. I have friends from college and mm-hmm. I have friends from high school. Yeah. But... So there are different circles. Right. But my this core circle. <laughs> the core circle is all the same. Yeah. Like like our friend Michelle. <laughs> Michelle Van Loon is with us. She's a regular Michelle, guest I, on I our show. I think Michelle was my friend first. I'm, probably she was, yeah. <laughs> Michelle's latest book is called Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. Michelle, welcome back. You are in our circle now. Yes. Hello, friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what does this tell us? Um, Men are losing contact. Is that a COVID thing, Michelle? Well, I don't think so. This study that um, I was um, reading last week said that the number of men having no close friends quintupled over the last 30 years. So that certainly puts us... Really? (laughs) So um, the number now among the people who came up with this survey tool, which is the Survey Center on American Life, whoever they are, um, hopefully they're all friends with each other. Um, the figure is now at 15% of men in 2021 have no close friends. Not that women are that much um, different, um, the, we we women are doing slightly better, but not great. Really? You know, the numbers are dropping for both men and women. And certainly COVID exacerbated what was already maybe in progress, at least in some people's relationships or lives. That's interesting. So, now, see, I, I would think that women would be off the charts with close because, friends. Because well, we're better at that sort of well, thing. Well, yeah. I mean, every woman I yeah. know has, you know, my best friend, and they probably have a large I circle. See, I don't think, I, I don't know what your experience is, Michelle, but I don't think women are actually that much better. Really? I, I would agree with that, partly because... I have at least 10 years of anecdotal um, experience. I'm not certainly the survey center on American life that can quantify that, but um, I've had people telling me their stories about friendships that change at midlife, friendships that drop, you know, you think you've got this, this group of pals 
you know, at church or in the neighborhood. And then you find out that they're actually more like coworker relationships. And as your life changes, sometimes you fall out of sync with those relationships and um, COVID, like I said, kind of accelerated that experience for a lot of people. So like you, I've got friends that go all the way back and they can tell you about all the different hairstyles I've had over the years, um, all the way back to middle school, but lots of moves, lots of relocations, a couple of church splits in there. And suddenly the list of people that are actual friends isn't as long as you think. I know a lot of people, but that isn't the same as having a friend that sticks closer than a brother. All right. Okay. So growing up, I mean, I I talked about this with you yesterday, Michelle, my dad, I think was prototypical of a lot of guys, World War II vet, you know, he worked a a blue collar job, but as a young kid, I look at my dad and I think uh, he doesn't have any buddies. You know, well, we had Mr. Hauk next door. My dad would tell stories of the guys that he worked with, Itchy Baron, and, you know, <laughs> and guys like that. But they never showed up at our house and, like, you know, hung out. You know, you would look, watch sitcoms of the day and you think, oh, the guys are all getting together for, you know, a brewer. That was kind of like, you know, the sort of story that was told in America. But I would see that and think, that's not going to be me. And I think I've been really intentional in cultivating friendships that, you know, transcend high school or college or church or whatnot. It becomes something else and becomes a tight circle of guys. But there is a thing that I had to do was, you know, I had to make it work and invest in that time and call people or now text people or visit guys for coffee or lunch or whatever. Right. That's, you know, I, I found it sounds like I love numbers more than I do because I've got another set of stats to share. Um, Don't ask me to balance your checkbook, but (laughs) um, these numbers were also interesting and they may explain some of the deficit as we get older. Um, Someone, a couple of studies said that it took 40 to 60 hours to move from acquaintanceship to friendship. 80 to 100 to actually solidify that friendship and 200 or more hours together with a person to become BFFs. Hmm. So the, what you're describing, John, is the intentionality of logging those flight hours, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I have to, you know, highlight John in particular here because he really does make an effort to do that. It doesn't happen naturally. It's something that he really searches out. And I think that that can be the case for any person, regardless of gender, that it's it's super easy to go home now and especially after COVID and watch mm-hmm. Netflix and stay in your corner and feel comfortable there and not challenge yourself to get out, make the phone call, do the dinner, whatever it is. I was just talking to a friend today who was saying how afraid he is about going out post-COVID. He said he's gotten really happy being home. He works from home. Um, He has a roommate and his roommate works from home. And so he just has, over time, developed this anxiety about being out in public. He said, plus, you know, there's a Delta variant and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, do you have a vaccine? And he said, yes. And I said, well, does that help you not to feel upset and and worried? And he said, no. And it's just, you see like all these societal factors coming together. 
Right. It makes it even more complicated. Um, I'm relatively new in the community where I live here in Florida. And so I had a few months before COVID to kind of start logging those hours with, yeah. you know, some new relationships, people at church and people in my neighborhood and in the community. And then COVID happened. And so people all have different levels of comfort about getting together and being together. And so being able to put in that time with people gets even more complicated. Now, here's the thing. Um, and this kind of goes into what it sounds like you guys are going to be talking about in your next segment when you open the phones, which is mental health, that the older we get and the more that those friendships drop off because they do drop off as we age in many cases, um, that effects to our mental health and physical health climb. Mm -hmm. If you're lonely, you are going to be more sick, you're going to be unsupported when you're not, you know, when you're struggling. And, you know, if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, uh, and you're alone in that echo chamber, that echo chamber is loud. Yeah, it is like a flight path going nowhere. I so right, I think most for most of us our our heads are dangerous places to be. So yeah. having an intimate relationship or two or three if you're fortunate, it forces you to be, you know, to be out there and the more honest you can be with those friends of yours, I believe the healthier that you are because there the a good friend is not going to let you get away with your stuff. Right. They're just going to hopefully your good friend is going to call you on it and say, hey, man, stop that or think about this instead or you need to do this. And the next time we talk, why don't you start getting this thing together? Right. That's the difference between a friend and a religious coworker or a community coworker or whatever. You know, like if you're if you're working on vacation Bible school at church together and you're in the trenches, you're going to be dealing with in the trenches problem solving. And that's like, there's a great place for that. Sure. But to transform those coworker relationships into something that is honest and meaningful and lifelong. Um, and it doesn't always have to be someone that's your exact generation. Um, one of my closest friends is somebody that's actually my kid's age. Um, that's not a kid, but she's, like we've just had this friendship for a long, long time. And um, it's, it's healthy for both of us to be able to have that perspective. That's something else that kind of brings us life, but the intentionality of putting in the time and making sure that you're present, um, which can be really uncomfortable, especially when we're older, we have lots of stories to tell and they're not always good ones. <laughs> right. But, yeah. I mean, the the fear is, right, that like you're saying, Michelle, that, you know, you're old and all of a sudden there's nobody around and you're alone. Right. I and mean, nobody wants to be alone. You know, we you know, we often talk about, you know, when you think about mass shootings, the guy's always what a loner. Yeah. Right. There's no one who's, you know, being part of his life. So in the old days, you know, at least in my you know father's era, there was, you know, the American Legion, the Eagles, the Kiwanis, all those fraternal things. Now, for the most part, that's largely disappeared. So if you're not a member of a church, where do you meet other people who are like minded that you could be connecting with? 
Right. It's, it's, it's getting involved and putting yourself out there. And the other thing that happens also as we get older is that a lot of times people's kind of um, friendship slots fill up, you know, like they're busy with family activities and they've already got their friends, you know, kind of figured yeah. out it for the time being. And one of the things that I've advocated for in as many different ways as I can, partly because I've been the new person sometimes, is to always remind people, if you're a Christian, you you need to make sure that you never close your circle all the way. I've I've spoken and written about this for years. No matter how tight your circle is of gal pals or, you know, guys that you just can be yourself with, there always needs to be room for one more, whatever that looks like. So Mm-hmm. That's well, good. that's a real – between you and John, the two of you, I feel encouraged. Well, I, I think you should <laughs> you're both You're both reaching out. You've got some good friends there. Thank right? you. I mean, they're all your friends yeah. too, but <laughs> but I'm sharing Michelle with you. So thanks. friends like the old – the Girl Scout song, um, you know, that – Was there a Girl a Scout song? Us- oh, yeah. I know that song. Make, Make new friends and keep the old. One is perfect. silver and the other gold. What you know is the, happening? You know the song? No. That's really – I listen, I was a Girl Scout for one week. You know why? Because you had no friends? The troop disbanded. <laughs> Michelle, thanks. It's possible to fail at Girl Scouts. I did too. Oh, okay. my gosh. Great. All right. Nice, well, to, nice to see That's nice why you're friends. That's why you're friends. That's what you share right. in common. Very yeah, nice, can, Michelle. She Michelle. and I can work on our badges together for me and Michelle. Michelle Van Loon. Her latest book is called Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. Thanks, Thanks Michelle. Michelle. See ya. That's right. We need each other. We Bye, sure guys. We do, yeah. Bye. All right. We'll step away for just a minute. Yeah, we're going to open up the phones in just a little bit. Yep. Two mental health stories today, uh, the Capitol Police and Simone Biles. We're going to talk about mental health with you. We want to hear from you. Open phones in just a sec on the ride home. Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct? replacement windows for your home or office choose from 100 vinyl commercial aluminum wood and composite and how would you like to never clean your gutters again for a limited time get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 831 21 all with 12 months no interest no processing fee and backed by the best warranty in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com that is windowsrspittsburgh.com Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate 
Her MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Liberty. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Hi, I'm Chelsea Wiggins, a teacher in Gilmore City Bradgate School District in Iowa. Thanks to a science, technology, engineering, and math grant sponsored by Bear Fund, we renovated an old locker room into a monarch butterfly incubator, providing students with access to innovative technology that engages and inspires them. I encourage farmers to nominate a school district to apply for a $15,000 Grow Rural Education Grant by visiting americasfarmers.com. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 68. It'll be humid tomorrow with partly sunny skies. A thunderstorm is expected in spots of the afternoon tomorrow with a high of 85. Thursday will be mostly cloudy and humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms. Thursday will reach a high of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's easier to talk with the microphones on here in Radio Land. It was a strange day, and it was a sad day uh, in a couple different ways. John, you called me at like, I don't know, was that 10.30 this morning? Somewhere in that ballpark, yeah. yeah. I said, are you watching? You're listening? You said, turn the TV on. So um, John and I together, him from his place and mine from mine, uh, we watched the um, first public hearing, uh, the House Select Committee on what happened on January 6th attack on the Capitol. And they had four uh, Capitol Police officers there who were giving their testimony about what the experience had been like. And I thought each one of the, I didn't hear the whole, uh, all four statements, um, but the statement that um, I focused on, which, which is when you called me, was the very last guy who talked. And I don't remember his name. You got his name? No. Okay, but you can find it though. Um, anyway, he was talking about, you know, him being a black man, um, and the racial um, epitaph, the assault, basically the verbal assault that he was subjected to uh, by so many of the people who were involved in the January 6th attack and what that experience did to him, how he reacted to it as he he did such a good job speaking about it. And I'll get his name at the break, um, but he did such a good job speaking about it. And the thing I loved was you know, he's clearly like a man's man. This is a very, very large individual, right? Mm-hmm. He's been a cop for a long time. So it's not like he has to prove to anybody how tough he is. Right. But he was able to say that hearing those racial slurs directed at him 
was really hard for him. He said, it really hurt me. I like, he said, I've cried about it. He said, just, just relating it today made me want to cry again. And, uh, he, he talked about needing mental health intervention. He said that, you know, one of the things that the Capitol Police uh, were given was some time to go see a therapist to, you know, be at home to just kind of recover from the whole thing Figured out. and how much he appreciated that. Um, and I give him a lot of props for being so forthcoming about his struggle with it and not being ashamed to say that he has PTSD about it right. and that he is taking some time with a mental health professional to work it out. I really appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, you know, these guys, one of the guys said, this is how I'm going to die. Right. So you're, <laughs> that's you, how he felt that day. And no matter what you think about, you know, January 6th, you can't deny the stories that are told right. because this is their story, right? They were there in the mix of it all. You and I weren't there. So, right. I mean, God help these guys. And at the same time, as you know, you saw that story this morning about someone talking about, you know, their PTSD and their mental health last night. And then today, of course, you know, um, all media is focused on the Olympics. And there's this young woman, uh, Simone Biles, this gymnast, probably the, you know, greatest gymnast in the, in the history of the sport they're telling us. Now, I don't know the sport, but I do know that she withdrew from competition, from the, the team competition, not because of a physical injury, but she said, my head's not right. Uh, something's going on here. Too much pressure. I can't deal with this thing. So I'm going to shut it down and walk away. Now, I think it's fascinating to think that in one day, there are two high-profile stories yeah. of two individuals who are saying, things aren't right with me, and I need to go sort this out in one way or another. I think it just goes to show you how far the conversation on mental mm -hmm. health has come has come in this country, right? Because there was a time, and not that long, not that ago, long ago, heck, I mean, I remember I was alive whenever uh, Thomas Eagleton, who said, um, I've, I've been in uh, in therapy, I've uh, been in, a, in, a, in an institution, and he was bumped out of the vice presidential seat, right? I mean, people are just freaked out by the idea, or at least they used to even more so, about the idea of someone wanting to talk to therapists. Right. And so we're going to open up the phone lines right now at 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. And here's the question. So if these two mental health stories are both in the forefront of today's news, have you had therapy? I have. I have. Have you had therapy? And did it help? Now, maybe you've Look had... Look at me. Maybe... <laughs> Well, let's, we're not asking the listeners to assess whether John's therapy helped him. <laughs> we're asking whether you've had therapy and did it help you? Yeah, and helps. if you did have therapy, was that a hard thing for you to admit? Was Or was it easy? I mean, did you tell your family? Did you tell your coworkers? Was that something that you felt like, was that like a hurdle you had to get over? You had to actually accept the fact that this was something that you needed. And what I love now, I mean, in this day and age, many churches are offering mental health help. Are they not? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, large churches, small churches. So, look, I don't want to pry into your life. I don't need to know your malady. I, I've admitted this. Kath has said this. Mm -hmm. But we're curious about that conversation and how it's affected your life or your family. 800-320-8255. Be anonymous if you want. We don't yeah. need to know your name. 800-320-8255. Do you have a story about that journey that you could share with us as a means of iron sharpening iron? We'd love to hear that. So take a moment and give us a call if you're so inclined, 800-320-8255. We'll step away. Join us in a bit. 
O-R-D. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I can be your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. Joe Buck and John Smoltz welcoming you back to the City Center Convenience Mart. Heather's moment has arrived, and you just hope all that training pays off. Heather lays down her purchase, but Randy rings it up as slowly as he can. Uh Uh-oh. Yep, she's looking at the cigarettes. There's nothing good back there. Heather's arm is in motion, but she just grabs the gum off the counter. That's a slick move. Even Randy tips his cap to Heather. Stand up to cancer and rally wants you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. One listener that's stands out that I worked with recently was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and you know their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and never had any hardships in their life. Just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do to do this refinance, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. At the end of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We. Our United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. All right, well, we're we're talking today about something that we saw on national television where, you know, a, a big burly police officer said... Harry, Harry Dunn, Capitol Harry Police. Dunn, he said, you know what? Uh, what happened to me uh, just crushed me, shook my soul, and I needed to go and have some therapy. And you think, oh, that's really interesting. And then the conversation yesterday, which made its way to National News Today, one of the greatest gymnasts in the history of the sport Probably said, the greatest gymnast in the history of the sport. Said, I'm a little... I'm crushed here, and I, I, I need to step away because of my mental health concerns. Now, this conversation is part of a national conversation that's a new conversation. This would never have happened even five years ago, probably. Right. right? So the the sort of cover has been torn off over 
the acceptance of mental health conversations in this country. Yeah. So our question for you is at 800-320-8255. Have you had therapy yourself? And if you have, did it work? Yeah. Let's go to the phones uh, at 800-320-8255. Let's talk to Roger. And Roger, just in, in a short second here, tell us your story. Well, hi, guys. Um, it's a real pleasure to talk with you guys and get this out yeah. of my system. So, uh, and the short story is my wife and I lost our oldest son. He was autistic. Mm-hmm. He went to the hospital one day and choked on a hamburger and passed away. And mm-hmm. and ever since the day that happened, I've felt like alone, terribly alone. I mean, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dad supporting my family. And I got a card from the hospital one day saying, we're sorry about your loss. But I never got a call saying, what can we do for your family? You know, we know you have to be at zero. And when I hear stories like this, and, you know, sadly enough, Antoine Rose died shortly after my son. Mm-hmm. And he became a, a national story. And nobody ever knew my son's name. He died behind a locked room as a, you know, he, he probably knocked at the door saying, I'm choking on food. And nobody answered the door. Right. Wait, so, Roger, are you saying that your child died and in the healthcare system, you know, uh, they they sent a card, but no one stepped forward and said, if your family needs to talk about this, we have resources available? Never. That's interesting. Were you able to. I've been blown away by it. Yeah. Were you able to. Have you sought therapy in another way, Roger? I haven't. I I honestly am buried in work all the time and, and really consider myself just blessed to have that much work to stay occupied and moving forward i have two other sons that you know thank god it's just the way it works out they work with me every day so i'm reminded of the other gifts what's your boy's name who passed away his name is devin 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 snow devin well roger we're so sorry for your loss i know i appreciate that yeah i know my dad passed away in the yeah my dad passed away in the hospital too and i had a very similar reaction i wished somebody would have said that they were sorry um, not that it was anybody's fault, but I just, it was, I don't know, it's something that you, you long for. Anyway. True. So, Roger, thanks so much for your phone call and uh, and for being hey, with guys, us today. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 800-320-8255. Um, we have a couple of lines open um, on the ride home. The question is, we're talking about mental health. Have you had therapy yourself? Did it help? Were you weirded out by having to ask about it? Did you tell your family? Did you keep it a secret? What was that like? The stigma, I believe, has changed, has it not? Let's go back to the phones. Stephanie, you're live on the air with uh, myself and Kath. Uh, What's your story, please? Hi, guys. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I just wanted to share, I'm in the medical field, and it's been a very difficult year dealing with patients just suffering Mm. from... um, just a wide array of loss from just challenging from a financial standpoint. So the psychological issues have been devastating from a a medical standpoint and with society. And I just think, and I myself personally, I've had therapy throughout the years just for anxiety and depression. And I just think that we forget how much we can comfort other people just by, you know, lending an ear or, you know, now we're actually able to touch people again and to do something as simple as placing my hand on the back of someone's back when they step off of a scale. Mm. People don't get touched anymore. So I just I just wanted to share yeah. how the simple the simple things mean so much. 
Yeah, that's a listen, Stephanie. God bless you for all your efforts over the last eighteen months. I can't even imagine your professional oh my life. So the fact that you've sought out therapy for other things, I hope that you're able to work your your work life into that as well. Right. And we thank you for all that you've done for all of us. Um, okay, eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Thank you, Stephanie, for that phone call. We'd love to hear from you. Have you had therapy? Is it like is is it a lot for you to admit that you had therapy, or were you like, look, you know, I'm screwed up and I don't care who knows about it. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, even to this day would go into maybe perhaps have the resources to go into therapy because that's a whole other conversation. I can't afford therapy. So how do mm-hmm. I find a good therapist mm-hmm. who's inexpensive and perhaps do so sort of undercover that they would do it secretively, not tell family members for fear of whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. It's become it, it I th- in some ways, I think therapy is still kind of that shame-based thing. Well, I'm, I'm weak yeah, or I'm- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, listen, we're going to the phones. We haven't done this in over, I mean, almost two years since before COVID hit. 800-320-8255. We're talking about mental health. Um, have you considered going to a therapist? Maybe if you haven't, is it something that you considered, something that you wish you could do, but you can't quite either, what, find the time or you can't quite figure out how to pay for it. There's yeah. a lot of hoops there to are. jump through, there aren't are. there? Wait, uh, uh, Chrissy, uh, our producer, said that uh, someone called and they didn't want to be on the air, but they want to know what is mental health. Oh, all right. Uh, which is in- an interesting observation, yeah, yeah. right? What you know, what is mental health? The, the purity of mental health. Yeah. Um, well, I don't. I mean, I, I'm not going to give you a good definition of, of mental what health, of mental health. Me, you want it from right. me, right? But, you know, as, as we as we think about our physical health, we think about, OK, so do I, you know, am I able to, you know, exercise? Can I move? Can I move around? Can I eat? You know, those sorts of things. You're, so you kind of can assess your own mental health in the same way. Am I able to enjoy myself? Am I able to be with people? Am I able to be alone? Right. You know, there's a little bit of an assessment that takes place. We figure out where in our health journey we can move forward. Right. Let's go back to the phones at 800-320-8255. Hey, Danielle, uh, thanks for having the courage to call Kath and I. What's your story? Hey. Um, well, I... First of all, I've had therapy, both um, individual okay. and my husband and I were in marriage counseling. So I've done both. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I know that it helped both times. It was an immense help. Um, and when I was in individual therapy, though, um, I had got to talking about that with my brother. And you know, just about some things that had happened in our childhood and everything. And yeah, yeah. I said, hey. Uh, you might want to talk to a counselor about this, a therapist or something. And I proceeded to share my story with him, though, a couple of days later. My dad, now I'm an adult at this point in my 30s. My dad called me, and he yelled at me um, about, I heard you're in therapy, but we such horrible parents that you need to seek out help from other people. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, well, it was, and it wasn't a fun conversation I'm to sure. have. and. And I just had to say to him, look, Dad, nobody's perfect. I said, you, no parent is perfect, and you guys make mistakes. Every parent makes mistakes. Sure. And sometimes they really hurt a child. And I needed a way to work through some of the things that happened. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's probably true for just about everybody who yeah, walks on this planet. Danielle, good for you for having that conversation with your dad, because that is, that's tough stuff. Yeah, well, it wasn't easy at all, but... Um, you know, the bottom line is that I think therapy is wonderful, and 
Um, I actually, there's a local Christian um, group that I sought out for the therapy um, here in Pittsburgh, and they have been absolutely wonderful. And that's who my husband and I used when we went to, um, you know, marriage counseling, which, by the way, saved our marriage. So (laughs) I would say. That's good. Thank you, Danielle. Really good to hear from you today. Really good. Really good phone call. Thanks an awful lot. 800-320-8255. We got time. Let's squeeze in one more phone call. Hey, Laura, uh, you're with Kath and myself. Uh, How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. good, Laura, tell us. I started therapy about five years ago after um, my mom passed away. Okay. She was only 56 when she passed away. And she was kind of the, she was definitely the glue that held our family together. Um, My dad was pretty abusive towards all of us. And so when she left the earth, he kind of went a little bit more over the deep end and was worse to us and stuff. So um, I had to start processing all of that at the same time. And it has, it has saved my life. Has it? I probably, I probably would have killed myself um, if I did not start to seek some outside assistance. But someone said to me one time, you know, like if you have a broken bone, you seek medical care for that. And the problem with this part of the problem with the stigma that people feel is that the broken part of your body or the the part that's damaged is the brain and so you know your brain is what tells you that something else hurts and that you need to seek a doctor but it's it kind of struggles to tell you that your um that it is damaged and so mm-hmm. when i could get past that i was able to really start to open up about some of the other things and you know, coping mechanisms and all the buzzwords actually have meaning to them. And um, fortunately, my pastor also um, meets with me pretty regularly to get a Christian perspective on um, the things that I have gone through and that I hear in therapy, which, you know, are more secular. So, um, yeah, I would I think that everybody has something that they could really benefit um, from it and that you know, the more we talk about it, the less stigmatized it'll remain. I'm into that. I agree. Thanks you, for calling, Laura. You sound really healthy, Laura. Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have my moments. Yeah, we all that. do. Believe me. <laughs> I agree. Hey, that's really good. I mean, yeah. I, I think our point is this: is that you know we hear these, two, we saw these two news stories today, and clearly people are talking about mental health. So Christians should talk about mental health. And it's not be afraid to engage. Not a, right. It doesn't not mean, taboo. Right. It's, and it doesn't mean that you're sinning, that there's something wrong with you. It just means that you're human. Right. All right. We, we need to go. we are all broken. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Take a quick break. Come back. Stick around. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk 101.5. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. 
Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and, again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now. Head to 84 in the Springhouse where we want you to scream for ice cream. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage maker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal Housing Lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. He said what he said. Listen, it was terrific to hear from people. Great to hear voices. Um, we're gonna, so quick. Yeah, we're going to try to go to the phones more often here on the show. Now we that miss you guys. Now that we're back in studio because we miss hearing you guys. Yeah. Um, and I know you hear us all the time. But just the topic of mental health, John, it's important and it's it's good to hear somebody say, look, I was sick and I got help. Right. Right. So the first time I uh, went to therapy... I was uh, 32 years old, and I just had my second child, and I had significant postpartum anxiety uh, from the first time. And so the second time, I was having it again, and I felt like it was dealable. And then my father got sick and almost passed away in the hospital. I had a two-week-old baby. My family was falling apart, and I fell apart, too. Yeah. And so you found your way into someone's I got, office, yep, right? I ended up in somebody's office, and I was oh. there every week for three years. Fabulous. Yeah. The first time I did it, I was living in New York City, and I was 30 years old. My dad had just died, and I went to this guy's office. I remember this. <laughs> I don't know if this guy was like the worst therapist or the absolute best therapist, because all I did was go into this guy's office and lay there and cry. That's all I did. I just cried for like 50 minutes, and then I'd write him a check, and I thought, 
I could have stayed at home and cried. <laughs> Would have been cheaper. But there was something about the official status <laughs> right. that, you know, I don't know if he was the greatest therapist or the worst therapist, but it did something. I right. would walk out there and go, I feel better now. Right. I, I don't think you ever said anything. I, listen, Chrissy said, listen yeah. I really needed to be on medication, okay? But I was not going to be on medication because I'm Kathy Emmons and I don't need to be on medication. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with my therapist. So she told me, you really need to be on something. And I was like, no, 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 no. I went back the second week, you really need to be on something. Third week, finally, after four weeks, she said, listen to me. I'm not asking you to be on medication for yourself because at this point, I don't even really care about you. You're going to be on medication because of your family. They need you to be on medication. That's fabulous. And I was like. That's why you pay to go see a therapist. That's That's just wisdom and great advice. She told me the thing. It was the right choice. Outstanding. All righty. Well, I think it was just an important moment that we had this conversation today because you're going to hear the news stories today and you think, yeah. I shouldn't feel bad about this. Right, and I shouldn't be mad at Simone Biles. I shouldn't be mad at the Capitol Police for not having it all together. They're we doing their all best. are doing our best, and sometimes we need help. WORD-FM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The House held its first day of testimony in the investigation of what happened on January 6th at the nation's capital. Republican leadership expressed their view on the select committee holding the hearing. Prior to the hearing, House Republican leadership denounced Speaker Nancy Pelosi's motives for creating this committee. Minority Whip Steve Scalise. What we're here to talk about today is Speaker Pelosi's constant attempt to cover up facts that she doesn't want out there. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy praised police while criticizing the Democrats. On January 6th, these brave officers were put into a vulnerable an impossible position because of the leadership at the top has failed. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Retired Senator Mike Enzi, a Wyoming Republican known as a consensus builder. In an increasingly polarized Washington has died. He was 77. On Wall Street, all three major indexes are deeply in the red. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Maybe you've missed church because of the pandemic. Maybe it's been years since you've come, or maybe you've never darkened a church door. But maybe it's time to discover God's love, God's truth, God's purpose for your life. 
Join us at First Presbyterian Church, 326th Avenue, downtown Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 or online at fpcp.org. You are welcome here. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Hey, Pittsburgh, help make your streets safer for everyone so the people driving cars, riding bikes, taking buses, and walking can get where they're going faster and easier. Champion safer and more connected streets at MoveForwardPGH.org. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like First Baptist Christian School of Butler. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 68. It'll be humid tomorrow with partly sunny skies. A thunderstorm is expected in spots of the afternoon tomorrow with a high of 85. Thursday will be mostly cloudy and humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms. Thursday will reach a high of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Watching the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling good about it. Enjoying right? it. Yeah. Um, Enjoying although, it a lot, actually. Is it... I should know this, but is it on more than one... Uh, one station no it's only on nbc but nbc has several different stations so you can That's, watch it yeah. on uh nbc sports or you can watch it on nbc you can watch it on nbc sports i think there are two apps you can oh well, you can watch it on peacock and you can watch it on uh the, on the apps so i'm watching i'm watching it last night and i'm thinking i'd like to watch something else besides this and i know there's other platforms right yes and you can go if you go on to the app um, like I do on my iPad nightly, it tells you what you can watch. It says live now, and you can you, oh, if you oh. put in your cable provider's information, yeah. you can pick what event What's you, out you're watching. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw something today about you know weird you know you know weird things that you know were, were uh, metal events in the past. Yeah. Right. And and you kind of wonder. I mean, you know, it's a lot of it. I think is sociological. Hmm. Um. Do you know that at one point uh, a gold medal event in the Olympics was live pigeon shooting? <laughs> That's tragic. Uh, Nineteen hundred Paris. Okay, so 
I mean, that was that was always a you know big sport for the upper crust. But the object of the, of the sport, as you may have guessed, was to kill as many pigeons that as is, possible. I'm very happy. Right. The that event was no won by Belgium's Leon de Loudon, who managed to euthanize 21 pigeons on his way to uh, uh, a gold medal. Okay, great. Mm, there were 300 mangled prisons, uh, pigeons on, on the field. Uh, the modern pentathlon. Okay, so the pentathlon. Still going today. Okay. Um, based upon the mili- military requirements for a good cavalry person, we all know how useful cavalry is in this modern age, um, swimming, fencing, show jumping, long distance running, and pistol shooting. <laughs> that is a very strange collection of mm-hmm. skills. Okay, what did that? Those things make an excellent cavalryman. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's the sport that Vladimir Putin competed in. Oh, really? In the Olympics? Yeah. Really interesting. Okay. Um, as weird as pigeon shooting was, in uh, the 1912 Olympics in Stockholm, they did pistol dueling. What, like, like, let's walk 20 paces, turn around, and see who lives? The brave men taking part had to fire at mannequins oh. dressed in frock coats, dueling being the sport of gentlemen, with targets painted on their chests. That's weird. Uh-huh. That's only, clearly, it's for rich people. The 200-meter um, uh, swimming obstacle race, Paris, again, 1900. Okay. Swimmers had to climb up a pole clamber over a row of boats and swim under another row of boats (laughs) in a sort of Olympic version of the kids' TV show, We Are the Champions. Wait, so they had to climb over boats? Mm -hmm. Under boats, over boats, and up a pole. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you remember that show that was on in like the early 80s? Battle of the Network Stars. Oh, I love that show. So did I. There's like the $6 million man. yeah, Yeah, right, right. There's Whoopi Goldberg exactly. or some crazy or person. Lindsay Wagner, the, right. the uh, bionic woman. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how about this one? This is still going on. Walking. Oh, isn't that the funniest sport to watch? Walking. I mean, I feel like I'm insulting the people by laughing, but it looks ridiculous. No, they look daft they, as they're wiggling their little hips yeah, back yeah. and forth. And you think, I, I could do that. I Clearly, I could be Olympic. in the Olympics somehow. Right. You know, yeah, there's me at the mall with a Slurpee. I could win a gold medal. I'm sure I could. Okay, the weirdest Olympic event ever. Again, Paris, 1900, poodle clipping. You're grooming your dog? Yes. Mm-hmm. What, who does the fastest ones? 128 competitors performing in front of a crowd of 6,000 people where they had to clip the fur off as many poodles as they could in two hours. <laughs> now, that's excellent. That's really... Okay, mm-hmm. what about um, the tug of war? Oh, I like the tug of war. That's okay, kind of weird. Well, that's, that's like the Battle of the Network Yes, that's stars. what I thought of it, yeah. right? So that had to that was at the Olympics at some point. I guess. Probably like, you know, in the early yeah. like the Greek yeah, yeah, yeah. Olympics. Right, right. And what about um, motorboating? That's also one that used to be in the Olympics and is not anymore because I'm not even sure. Like, I couldn't find a description of what you were doing in the motorboat, but motorboating was one of them. Yeah. And another was... I'm just thinking of all the accidents that could happen. Diving for distance. Oh, that's super cool. Now, that, to me, it feels like an ancient one as well. What do you do? Like, what, you're on, like, the edge of a pool and you're going to see how far you can dive? Probably not on the edge of a pool. Probably, like, in a on lake somewhere a lake. and go down. Like, you know. Uh, Wait, so you're diving how far down you can go yes. or how far out you no, can no, go? No, no, how far down you go. Oh, it's creepy. 
I would think diving for distance. I mean, maybe it's how how far out you're diving. Well, you know, when you say that, I, the first thing I thought of, like you know, were people who um, used to dive for sponges. And the sponges are way down. So those guys who go down there, this was like pre, you know, air tanks. Right. So it was You're like going down two minutes. How long you could hold your breath? Way far down there. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's maybe, super cool. Maybe the reason it's not in the Olympics anymore is that it induced death in people. Probably some, you know, competitor may have passed away. I don't know. Did you know that Putin was in the Olympics? I did not okay, know that. Okay, so doesn't surprise I, okay, me. Okay, so here's. I I know I've read that in the past. So when we were, you know, in commercial break at the well, top of the check hour, out Snopes. I was looking on I was looking online mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's a conspiracy it could be a conspiracy but I can't find anything about Putin actually competing in the Olympics. All right. Okay, but I'm pretty sure he did. I don't think that's I made a, that's it up. It's a dangerous thing to say in the radio. I'm, I'm just saying sure. I'm trying pretty sure. Listen, are you sure about everything I'm you pre- say on the show? Never. Okay. I wouldn't admit it though. So <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Uh-huh. Thank Just you so say much. It. Leaving me out to dry. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, I'm pretty okay, sure. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to go um, on a couple uh, auxiliary websites and see if I can find some Okay, fine. We'll take a quick break. Come back. One of our favorite guests is with us, Cy Gart. He's a biochemist. Here's his subject. Superstition, magic, science, and Christianity. Now, listen. This guy's a believer, so don't throw him under the bus. It's just weird, but he's next. W-O-R-D. The Word of God. It's bold. It's direct. It cuts across the grain of popular culture. It illuminates the mind and transforms the soul. Its meaning doesn't change. It applies to everyone, everywhere. Hi, friend. This is John MacArthur encouraging you to find out what the Bible means by what it says. Join me for clear teaching from God's compelling Word every Monday through Friday right here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-555-88. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies and save you thousands call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-555-88 that's 800-555-88 community tax who's your tax guy 
Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. Craig Schweiger of Pittsburgh's Federated Mortgage is helping seniors and their families understand reverse mortgages. Craig will make sure you fully understand the benefits, costs, and other considerations. And if a reverse mortgage is right for you, he will personally help you navigate the process all the way to closing. Call Craig at 412-866-HOME if you are a senior homeowner who desires to live in your home as long as you want and stop making mortgage payments. If you are 62 years or older and ready to let your mortgage pay you, call 412-866-HOME or email craig at fedreverse.com. We're efforting a uh, link between us and Dr. Seigart. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking in just a little bit about superstition, magic, science, and Christianity. Right. This has been a good show today. Yeah, Sai's a biochemist. So, you know, if anyone's going to delve into that, I believe it would be Sai, right? What do you think about magic? Do you believe, I... do you believe in magic? Do you well, believe like... in magic? Right. <laughs> uh, do, I mean, magic isn't something you believe in. Well, right? no, you, like, believe, you know, you, because people go, like, you know, when you're a kid, you go, holy smokes. I mean, that guy did that. Well, thing, I mean, that, there are magicians ma- who are really good. It's not right. like I believe but in them. Some people believe They're that really... magic is real. No, magic's not Come real. Come on, people do. Don't you believe? What? Like, no, no. Like, what was the movie? The, um, uh, about the two magicians? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Christy. Know. No, neither one of you. No, God, no, nothing. Nothing. Oh, sorry. you're leaving me like this. Okay. Right, sorry. Wait, wait. Cy Gart's with us. Okay. Cy's been a regular guest on our show. Um, Cy's a biochemist. He's uh, been at NYU, University of Pittsburgh, Rutgers, author of, this is how we found him, we love this book, The Work of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Hey, Cy, welcome back. How are you doing? Fine, I'm doing well. Good, Good to be here. Yeah, happy. Terrific. Okay, Sai, so, so talk to us. Um, superstition, magic. Um, you know, what, what? First of all, why are you thinking about all of that? And second of all, did you have you had experience with this in your life? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was an atheist most of my life. I grew up in a in a very strong atheist uh, household, as as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I found myself. I realized recently that I used to be extremely superstitious. Really, I remember uh, walking to school and being very careful not to step on the cracks in the sidewalk. Me too. Because... <laughs> Don't break your mother's back. Yeah, so there I... was some superstition about that. Yeah, right? yeah, right, right. yeah, <laughs> and and. The funny thing is that even when I became a scientist, uh, where, you know, and I knew that superstition and magic was not real, I still found myself very superstitious. And I think that some of that is because I grew up with no spiritual background. And this was sort of filling in the cracks to some extent. Right. Uh, I'm not saying that atheism leads to superstition. I don't know if that's true for anyone else, but it certainly seemed to be true in my case. And what I found, what the other part of this is that's interesting is I actually got very interested in the whole subject of magic, uh, both kinds. I actually was a little bit of an amateur magician for a while. I really? could do some simple tricks. But I was also interested in the whole, the, the, the real 
what's called real magic. You know, some of the the ideas that you could do spells and create things mm -hmm. and alchemy affect people and and uh, it's only been I would say in the last few years as I'm reading the Bible and, and learning you know how to be a Christian, which takes some time. <laughs> that I'm finding uh, that Christianity is actually anti-magic. And uh, that surprised me because I had heard, oh, well, you know, atheists often say we don't believe in magic, like, you know, God did this or some miracle is magic. And actually, that's not accurate. Uh, we find out now that uh, both science and Christianity historically have been allied against the idea of magic and supernatural superstition, I should say. Uh, and it, it's a, to me, it's an interesting topic because it sort of reverberates with me uh, uh, personally. Right. And I know that there are people, you know, who, even if they're good Christians, still occasionally get tempted by various superstition, superstitious ideas and, and kind of follow them. And uh, I think that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. I do have a couple of scriptural passages that, if, if, if I may, I might just read quickly yeah. um, about magic from, from the New Testament. Uh, the, there's one in Revelation 22.15, which says, Outside of the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. So in other words, magic, the magical arts are considered in that group of falsehood. And then in Acts, and this is chapter 8, verses 9, 24, uh, is about Simon, the magician. But there was a man named Simon who had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was somebody great. And they paid attention to him because for a long time he had amazed him. he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip, as he preached good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed. And uh, I found that passage very, very powerful for me because it struck me that I should no longer be worried about when the number 13 comes up, for example. <laughs> it's, it's actually not, besides being scientifically nonsense, it's religiously nonsense. So, But I don't think you should beat best. yourself up too much because I, I think, you know, some people embrace that, especially, if, you know, if you're grown up in a home that's a non-believing household, it's easy to fall into that thing. We're surrounded by this. It's part of the nature of who we are, you know, just as human beings in the yeah, world. Yeah, and I also wonder if maybe, you know, I, Cy, I don't know. I I don't know what it's like to not have God um, as a frame mm -hmm. of reference in your life, but I, I wonder if there's a a search for some pattern. You know, there, there there's something out there. Yes. That, and so superstition might fill that void? Yes, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I mean, I, I, I think I, I can actually remember feeling, you know, well, I have to rely on something. <laughs> What's it going to be? You know, and, and so... Uh, things like well if you if if i do if i have some good luck today i'll have bad luck tomorrow which right. is a very superstitious idea but what i really think is important about this aside from the personal issue is that we often hear that that 
you know, religion and science are at war with each other and, and at big odds with each other. But actually, uh, the reality is that science and religion, certainly Christian, Christian, uh, Christianity, are allied in a war against magic. And this war did not end with the end of the Middle Ages. It did not end with, you know, all the, the ideas of false uh, gods and spirits and things that were doing things. It, it didn't end there. Uh, there are still people who believe, I mean, there's lots of people still believe magical things. It's, it's quite common, as, as John was saying. And uh, I think it's an important thing to understand that science and, and faith are allied in this struggle. Yes. I guess the, um, the uh, and you made reference to this side, that the more mature you are uh, as a believer, right, the more that you're in the word, the more that you're praying and studying, the less, of course, you're not going to believe that magic is a real thing, right? I mean, it's mostly, right. it's just a fool's game, and it's mostly for little kids who like to see a rabbit get pulled out of the hat. But there's something <laughs> to be said about that, right? Everybody wants to be amazed. Everybody wants to be thrilled. It's just basically, though, cheap entertainment. I actually did a guest sermon at my church on this theme a, a while back, a year or so, and I, I did a magic trick. Uh, this was partly for the children's sermon, but actually everybody was watching. And uh, I did the trick and everyone went, ooh and ah. And then I did something that no magician is ever supposed to do. I showed them how it was done. Oh, sigh. That's a good and I did it on purpose because I said, I want you to see that magic is not real. Mm. <laughs> right. Okay but, okay, but here's the question. Yes. I mean, some magic is real. I mean, it, it depends on, on, I guess, the definition of, you know, of terms. But we know from right. the Exodus story, we know that there were magicians in Egypt that were able to do similar things to to what was what was going on with the plagues. Right. Okay. But then, would you say that a miracle is magic? I mean, look at Jesus in the loaves and I fishes. Don't know. I mean, right. I mean, right. that's so not something. Ma- something. Super, mysterious yeah so, so what do you say about that well i that's a fascinating question and i i deny that miracles are magic miracles are works of god uh that are not magical yeah. because it's basically it is god's ability to do things that are outside of the natural science uh, laws of nature and that is something that god can do what and, about what about Sai, the idea of black magic Right, that it is not of God, it's of the devil. Right, and uh, that's one of the things that I don't believe is real. I think that it can be real. In other words, things like voodoo, where people are psychologically persuaded. And and you can see things that look like miraculous, magical things. But uh, the way to deal with that is simply to pray to pray to Jesus Christ and you know whatever whatever you may feel is oppress if there's any magical entity that's oppressing you if you feel that there's some demon or some uh evil spirit or some evil magic that's that's having an effect on you the answer is to pray and it, and that works because once you 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 uh confess your belief in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and the only Lord, all that magical stuff just goes away. 
because no no entity is as powerful as Jesus Christ. I'm into that. And when I learned that, it was such a relief for me to know that I never had to worry about this again. Dr. Saigar is with us, biochemist. He's taught at NYU, University of Pittsburgh, and Rutgers University. Um, Sai, before we leave, we only have two, about two minutes left, but I want to ask you um, how scientists look at Christianity. And the reason I ask is I'm wondering if people who are outside the faith look at Christianity and think that it's like magic. It's like fake magic. Well, some do. But of course, as I've said many times here and other places, there are so many scientists who are Christians that you have to say, you have to qualify that by saying, how do atheists or non-Christian scientists look at Christianity? And some do think, and that's one of the reasons I brought up this topic, because you will read and hear uh, some people saying, well, I don't believe in God and all that magic. And that's not, that's, that's a mistake because it's, it's faith, but it's not magic. It's a very separate uh, thing. And, uh, you know, when I hear somebody say that, I have lots to answer. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Sai. It's your lucky day. Just kidding. <laughs> no luck. <laughs> just, no, don't remember the time you said that on the air one time? <laughs> just kidding. Being lucky. Just yeah, kidding. that was it. All right. That's Dr. Seigard. Sai, great to see you. I look forward to our next segment next month. See you then. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Saigart, the work of his hands, the works of his hands, a scientist's journey from atheism to faith. Saigarth, G-A-R-T-E. Take a break. Does this make sense? What's next? Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash out refinances. It's Ryan. So, Chrissy, as you see, we sort of switched around. Yeah, yeah. I think I understand what a cash out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Start corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too, the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE, 844-45-BIBLE. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. 
just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn, challenge, and grow, where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers who partner with parents, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees while they last at wordfm.com tuitions. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 68. It'll be humid tomorrow with partly sunny skies. A thunderstorm is expected in spots in the afternoon tomorrow with a high of 85. Thursday will be mostly cloudy and humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms. Thursday will reach a high of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. What makes sense? Breakfast food for dinner. Oh, 100%. How about the, there's a weird time where you go, I'm tired of thinking about what's for dinner. Let's just do a couple of uh, eggs over easy mm-hmm. and some breakfast sausage mm-hmm. and some toast. And that's good. Do you like that? I love it. I do it too. It totally makes sense. That makes sense. And I bring this up because I have a daughter that mm. thinks it does not make sense what? at any time. How could she and not? I just don't get that. There's like a specific. I don't know. She wouldn't have a salad for for breakfast. No. Good. Really kind of go no, salad no, for breakfast. Yeah, I love. I I always have salad for breakfast. Sure. No, that's salad weird. and that's scrambled eggs. No, lot, Absolutely delicious. Fa- fabulous really? combo. No, I don't yeah. Do so I that totally in every way support. Really? In every way, support breakfast food for dinner. Would you eat spaghetti for for breakfast? I do. Ma- I make breakfast spaghetti. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I'll tell you about that later. Okay, breakfast food for dinner. That makes like, sense. Have, tonight, I'm going to do it. Really? Yeah, I'm going to have eggs, and I have special toast from the Breadworks for dinner. Nice. All right. Does this make sense? Ice cubes. What are you talking about? People. Some people go like in my house. There's four of us. Two of us love ice cubes. The other two, they're like, I don't understand. I don't want an ice cube. I don't understand the swath of humanity that does not enjoy ice. You've been to it's Europe. My fa- Listen, you don't like Christy, ice. What is wrong with you? You don't child? like ice, Christy, Listen, our new producer. I, 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 I don't understand this. I, you wouldn't have been in the is door. It, is it Europe hard to take when you're yes, there? Please. Can you believe it? How can you not? I, I live. Okay, I, so I live. Do, I, me too. I knew I was an adult. When I had a refrigerator with yep. an automatic yep. ice cube, I was mm-hmm. like, "Are you? That's exactly it's ice right. on demand." Listen, when forget I, streaming, it's the, it's, give me ice cubes. I, I was walking around, just mystified in Europe. Like, what? What is your fascination with the room temperature beverage? Here? Do you like a square or the half moon? I'd prefer the half moon. Do you like uh, yes, the chip dice? I very much like that. That gets in my way. Does it? It, it slows me down. <laughs> slows no. me down. No, no. Oh, Wait a second. I'm going to push that back out again. It gets messy. No, no, no. I like it very much. What's going on? Really? Yeah. Ice cubes make sense. Mm -hmm. Breakfast food for dinner. Makes sense. Makes sense as well. Would you have a Pop-Tart for dinner? 
I try not to eat Pop-Tarts. Would you have You know one, why? Though? You know why? Because I want to fit in my pants. All right. I'm pro Pop-Tart, though. Are you really? Because that makes sense. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are. And you carry us around as in long your as, pocket. As, as long as you know we're ending it early, There's but you saw that. That, right? that was perfect. Yeah. On tune in on iHeart, on our own yeah. app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. Fuzz. Fuzz. On your Fuzz iPhone, Rana. iPhone and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. Uncle Ryan is going to talk about how hot, hot, hot cash-out refinances are. That sounds fun. I sound like a broken record. I've been doing this for 18 years. I have never seen a market like this in my life. Home values have generally been skyrocketing the last couple of years. And with interest rates being so low, I've actually seen refinances where people are able to cash out that newly found equity in their homes, do home improvements, whatever it may be, and still save money per month compared to what their prior mortgage payment was. So it's worth a shot just to give us a phone call. And one thing I can promise at United Faith Mortgage is we will not be pushy. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. I can promise you we will not be that way. I like to see it as my job is to present you with a few different options. I step back, I let you decide, and I'll let you call me when you want to move forward. We are United United Faith Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Have you heard this? That creationism in some form is racist? I've never heard that. Fuzz Rana is with us. Dr. Rana is the VP of Research and Apologetics at Reasons to Believe. He is the author of several groundbreaking books, including Who Was Adam? Creating Life in the Lab, The Cell's Design, and Humans 2.0. Dr. Rana holds a PhD in chemistry with an emphasis on biochemistry from Ohio University. Here to talk to us about creationism and racism. Fuzz, welcome back. How are you doing? John, Kathy, thanks for having me. Always good. Yeah, Fuzz, I've never heard this before. I've never heard that uh, a, a denial of evolution is some form of white supremacy. What? Yeah, well, you know, this 
uh, assertion was made recently by uh, a woman named Allison Hopper, who wrote an op-ed piece for Scientific American that was published, I think, July 5th. And in that article, she was trying to make the point that what really motivates people to deny evolution and to embrace creationism isn't religious ideas or religious convictions, but it's ultimately underlying all of that, a white supremacy. And so this assertion now is out there, and I suspect we're going to see more and more of these types of of claims challenging uh, creationism uh, specifically, but Christianity in general terms. Wow. So this is a whole other layer then to the creation. Yeah, I don't get the reasoning. Yeah, well, I mean, what what Allison Hopper tries to do in the piece is point out that there is a history of, uh, you know, evangelicalism and fundamental Christianity in the United States uh, where there were uh, white supremacist ideas that were justified or at least attempted to be justified from Scripture. So these would be the types of apologetic arguments you would see for a pro-slavery during the time of the Civil War. And it's really important to point out that that there were uh, fundamental and and conservative Christians who likewise countered those assertions, Mm -hmm. uh, arguing that Scripture actually doesn't teach a pro-slavery view, but but actually teaches uh, that human beings are all created equal because we bear God's image. So there there were people countering that viewpoint, but, but, but sadly that perspective uh, existed into the 20th century and was connected to the Scopes monkey trial right. that you know took place in Dayton, Tennessee. So this is what Allison Hopper's argument okay. essentially entails. Okay. okay, so I get it. So she's talking, okay, but basically, I haven't read the piece, so I can't comment on it, but it seems like, you can correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like uh, what Allison Hopper's saying is she's bringing up two things that happened that were just concomitant. They, you know, they weren't connected. Uh, they were just things that happened at the same time. So maybe the same group of people might have be- had white supremacists viewpoints and also were involved in the Scopes Monkey Trial, but it doesn't mean that there's some connection between uh, creationism and white supremacy. That's exactly right. It's an association that doesn't necessarily point out a cause and effect relationship. And in fact, if you look at most of the leading creationist organizations today, at least the ones that I'm familiar with, whether they are from an old earth or a young earth perspective, all of them reject racism and all of them uh, argue that there is unity within human beings because we all are in Adam uh, and, and that we all bear God's image. So if she did a little bit of surveying of creationist viewpoints today, she would see that almost, you know, in, in unison, creationist organizations affirm, you know, uh, the, the, the unity of humanity and reject racism and argue that the Bible in no way, shape, or form supports racism. Right. But, Fuzz, it is fair to say, though, that, right, some people in the past would have said, well, you know, Adam and Eve, clearly they had to be white. Yes. And and that claim is out there. And uh, the argument would be that the mark of Cain was dark skin or that Ham's curse was dark skin. And so, therefore, you know, that people of, of color were viewed to be inferior or 
to be less lesser than people with white skin. But this is not an interpretation that actually is justified in Scripture. Scripture is silent on the physical appearance of, of Adam and Eve and, and their descendants. Yes. And, and so it, there's nothing in Scripture that demands that. But this is part of that, that pro-slavery apologetics that was being advanced during the Civil War. Right. Okay, so um, so if Al- Alison Hopper, is that the author's name? Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, so if Alison Hopper was uh, in the room and we were able to talk to her, which I Allison. think would be interesting to do, um, what would you say to her? Um, because, you know, I certainly want to give validity to her concern about that without maybe necessarily, Question you know, exceeding the, uh, exceeding the point. Um, what would you say, Fuzz? I would say that, that, that Allison, that you uh, squandered an opportunity to create unity and to find common ground with people that have very different views on whether or not evolution is valid, because creationists uh, are, again, uh, of the opinion that all human beings have infinite worth and value, that there's a unity in humanity because we're an atom, and increasingly uh, anthropologists are arguing that that there is no basis for racism, scientifically speaking, because, again, humanity had a recent origin, and all human beings on the planet have a high degree of genetic homogeneity. And interestingly enough, you know, the scientific data seems to indicate that all human beings actually had dark skin. They looked like they came from, um, sorry, the very first human beings had dark skin, and they all looked like they came from, again, uh, people groups that would have looked like African people groups today. And, and in fact, uh, at Reasons to Believe, we've made that very argument, and, and we're published th- that point. Uh, I know that Answers in Genesis and ICR and Creation Ministry International have made similar types of points. So this is a place where there's actually common ground. So why not focus on the points of agreement uh, as opposed to trying to create division, particularly when it's based on a straw man perspective that nobody that I know today as a creationist actually holds. Right. So then what does that mean, Fuzz? It is just someone grabbing for something, trying to, you know, make a connection which is not based in anything scientific or certainly biblical. Um, is it just a, a grab? Well, you know, I suspect if I put on my hat of a cynic that this is kind of part of the whole cancel culture that, that we're seeing today, where if you can label somebody as being highly offensive, you silence them. And there's nothing in, in our world today that's viewed as being more offensive than, than being somebody that is a racist. And so if you can somehow connect racism to creationism, it's a way to cancel you know, people that express skepticism about aspects of evolution. Sadly, you know, Allison Hooper fails to recognize that there is a history of racism connected to evolutionary anthropology, too. It goes back to Darwin's writings, where he he saw racial differences around the world as reflecting the outworking of natural selection, and he saw people of color as being inferior. In fact, Darwin even promoted British imperialism based on uh, what he saw as the superiority of white Europeans. And this mindset is responsible for social Darwinism and for eugenics that we saw in, uh, prior to World War II uh, and persisted in the 50s and 60s even in anthropology. It's only recently that anthropology has divorced itself from this, this racist past of it. Uh, and so if, if Allison 
proper was fair, she would br- bring up this point as well yeah, and I say, look, right. we, we all have skeletons in our closet and, and we're trying to distance ourselves from those mistakes of the past. So let's focus on, again, what people believe today and engage the, the best ideas from both sides of, of, the, of the aisle as opposed to trying to create this artificial division. Yeah, no, you're right about that, Fuzz. Very interesting. And also, I'd say that only recently did the abortion industry distance itself from its eugenic past as well. Yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, the issue is white supremacy, and people are going to use whatever authority they they see to try to justify their perspectives. It's not, and so the question really is. Does your worldview naturally lead to that perspective, or does it, you know, lead to a perspective that would view human beings as, as having dignity and worth? And clearly, Christianity, it, it, it endemic into Christianity, is this idea that all human beings, again, are equal in in Christ, and that we all are equal in, in worth because we all bear God's image. That's the core of Christianity. So the outworking of Christianity would would be in in stark opposition to white supremacy. I'm not so sure you could say that about uh, about evolutionary anthropology. That's fabulous. Well, Fuzz, always interesting. This is fascinating. Thanks for being with us today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Our pleasure. Dr. Rana Fazrana, VP Research, Apologetics, Reasons to Believe. His latest book is called Humans 2.0, also Who Was Adam and Creating Life in the Lab. At Nom Nom, we make real, good food for dogs and cats. And we mean that exactly like it sounds. Real, as in 100% whole ingredients. No dyes, fillers, or preservatives. Just restaurant-quality cuts of protein and hand-picked veggies. The same stuff you eat. Good, as in irresistible for our four-legged family members. The research even says our recipes have higher food-to-stool ratios, which means they're more digestible and energizing than kibbles and cans. Food, as in recipe after recipe, all prepped and mixed in our kitchens. No flash frying, no extrusion. Only carefully selected ingredients individually cooked to seal in maximum nutrition. Dogs and cats, as in yours and yours alone. Each of our meals comes carefully pre-portioned and delivered to fulfill your pet's exact nutritional needs based on age, weight management, and sensitivities. Not a calorie more than they need. See? Exactly like it sounds. Try 50% off your first order of Nom Nom Fresh Pet Food at trynom.com slash radio. That's trynom.com slash radio. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Thursday, August 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Join Grammy Award-winning artist Michael W. Smith and a host of others. For Food for the Poor's national virtual celebration, We Are One. We come together to provide 10 million meals for desperately hungry children and families in countries like Haiti. The event is complimentary, but reserve your space right now to receive a link to a silent auction of incredible trips to both national and international destinations. RSVP now at foodforthepoor.org forward slash one. That's foodforthepoor.org forward slash O-N-E. 
The pandemic has caused families to spend more time in close quarters than ever before. But if you're noticing an emotional distance between you and your child because of their drug or alcohol use, you may not know where to turn. Partnership to End Addiction can help. With free guidance, support, and resources, we work directly with families and communities across the country to help save lives. And we can help you, too. To end addiction, start with connection. Reach out to us at drugfree.org. Hi, this is Robert Jermalowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Uh, would you say you're more optimistic or pessimistic? Optimistic. Optimistic. Mm-hmm. And what would you say about me? <laughs> Story for another time. <laughs> Fill in the blanks, friends. I mean... I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where we're going to go at it's this point. Complex. But, uh-huh. Is it complex, it is complex, right? It is complex. Okay, so... Uh, I, you're not... I mean, you're not negative. Uh, it's not like you I don't you're, think I'm negative. No, you're not 100% negative all the time. No. I just think if you're... Thank co- you for that. If you're comparing the two of us, I'd probably tend to be more optimistic. But it's not like I'm, like, you know, a pile of joy all the time. Right. And no commentary from either one of you at yeah. this point. Thank you. Yeah. I, Why? What do you think? Well, I, I think probably in my younger years, I was much more an optimist. I was much, always much more hope-filled, and I still am hopeful. Yeah. But um, I was reading um, a piece about, you know, the, the correlation between optimism and mental health, which is sort of a throwback right. to our early conversation. Yeah, for those of you that weren't with us in the 4 o'clock hour, we went to the phones and we asked people a question about mental health simply because there are Two big stories in today's news that revolve around mental health. One is uh, Harry Dunn, a Capitol Police officer, one of the four who gave his testimony this morning at the Select House Committee hearing and basically said January 6th was so hard on him that he had to actually go see a specialist and go for therapy. Also, we've heard the news about Simone Biles. She was unable to compete um, in the totality of the team event in gymnastics in Tokyo yesterday, citing some mental health concerns. And so we decided to go to the phones and ask people if they had therapy themselves and how that worked out for them. Right. So uh, on the heels of those conversations earlier in the show, I see this piece that says this, an increasing number of uh, long-term studies have linked greater optimism to lower risks of developing cardiovascular disease and other chronic ailments and to fostering exceptional longevity, a category that one team of researchers uses for people 85 and beyond. Okay. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. All right. So that's that doesn't surprise me. No, of course not. Yeah, because if you know if you're if you have a choice to hang out with people who are positive or oh. hang out with people who are negative, like it's an easy choice for me. Yes. Do you believe though? I mean, there are enough hard things in life. Yes. I think like dwelling on them and imagining them is like really unhelpful. Some people, I believe, are predisposed to negativity. Yes. Other people are born into it. Don't you think? If you grow up in hard times, yeah, 
if you are surrounded by people who are negative, if your parents yeah, were but, negative. But yeah, but yes, I think you're right about that. However, haven't you met people in your life? We've met people on the yes, show. Yes, 100%. Who, are, who have been through the most staggeringly, shockingly terrible circumstances. And are crushingly and happy. are so, they are ready to go and ready to find the hope in whatever cir- new circumstance they're in. Yeah, that's right? a good point. It's yeah. an intentional, again, long mm-hmm. journey. But can you imagine if you've got, you know, if, if your mom was an unhappy mom, yeah. I mean, that'd that would be, be very really hard. hard, hard, hard to crawl out of that. Yeah. My mom was a happy person. Your yeah. mom was a happy person. She sure was. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was a gift to yeah, us. It was. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to take that for granted. No. And no, you don't no. want to and you don't want to look out and say everybody should be like that because everybody didn't have that same type of, you know, household atmosphere. Right. But there are things that happen to people ill health, financial calamities, mm-hmm. right? You know, accidents, you know, illness, disease, whatnot, that spiral down and can crush a person's life. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the idea- But I'll of, always choose to be optimistic. I just, I think it's a choice you make. I think it's harder and harder to be optimistic. I'll, I'll say that. I think it depends on what you're talking about. I think that, you know, today in this echo chamber that we're all, you know, which is- a cancer upon us all, a pox upon us all. It's harder to be optimistic because we're surrounded by the negative drum. Yeah. Look, we're talking about the Olympics last night. Somebody won a bronze who was expected to win a gold. The commentators were like, "Oh, you! How, how do you horrible feel? How do you, you feel about this life failure?" Right. I mean, there's like, like she, she's, she's like, at the she's pinnacle. Only the third fastest woman. Yeah, in, in the, the history of the sport. Right. I mean, get out of here. So, you know, it's inbred into controversy, negativity, calling people out. All that is now yeah, because that, a national that's sport. the thing that gets clicks. I mean, that's what talk radio lives on. I mean, am I lying? No, you we, know that's what it is. But I just can't do that. I cannot do that for a living. And I don't think it's I don't I think it's just spewing poison into the minds and hearts of Americans. So, right. So I really you, do. We, we were with friends, we were with family a couple of weeks ago, and I, uh, my uh, one of my nieces, I love her. Uh, she's fabulous, really wonderful, strong, accomplished. She's got a 14-year-old kid, Charlie, who I love. And he's great 14 years old. But the way she talks to him, really interesting, praises him, but crushes him as well. And you can see it. And we were running together for like, you know, 48 hours. You can see it in his face. Where one moment he's jubilant, the next minute he's like, oh, don't say that to me, you know? And I, I, I'm i not going to say anything. Right, right? But- They live in a whole other part of the country. But how we speak to ourselves yes, and, and how, especially yes. those we love exactly. defines so many things about how we see the world. Right. I used to have a friend who was a believer in Jesus, but she would hear a news report and she would say, oh, my gosh, that's scary. And it used to drive me nuts, used to drive me nuts, because if you let any news report be scary for you, it can be scary, right? I'm not saying that there's no reason to be scared, but what I always tried to encourage her to do is if the worst version of that news report comes true, Jesus is still every bit as much God as he is right now. Yeah, but it's hard to go through. It, it, but, Isn't it? Yeah, but what, but where, what is our hope in? If our hope is in our circumstance and how hard they're going to be, there's no 
alternative other than to be that. negative. Uh, There's but, no other other alternative. But life is hard. Right. It's, it's sure. Right. But, I mean, you know, you. I think those guys on D-Day, they're in those those you know metal tanks moving forward, and that thing comes down. The second before it comes down, of course, their hopes in Jesus, but that thing falls down, and there's the reality of whoa. Right. Okay, but every circumstance in life is not D-Day. Yeah, I get right? that. Right, that's the problem. Every circumstance in life is not that. And so if you are either going to respond to a potentiality as it could be D-Day or it could be okay, <laughs> or could be there, a trip there's to a greater it. chance that it's going to be okay than if it's going to be D-Day. And, just... and all I can say is that there's a, there's a scripture passage from Hebrews that has given me so much encouragement in my life. I cannot even tell you. It's second. I believe it's the second chapter. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame. So he didn't endure the cross, which was horrible and unbelievably difficult because he was just strong, because he knew it was ahead. And that's why he did it, for the joy set before him. He knew it was coming. Thanks for being with us. We enjoyed the show today. Hope that you did as well. Podcast is up and running after we leave the yeah. air. Right? Absolutely. Have yourself a great night. Yeah. God willing, we'll see you tomorrow. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.